Okay, we're going now to finish the chapter. Yesterday we were explaining that there's tremendous motivation utilizing the powers of love for God to commit to doing commandments very intently, as much as you can push yourself. Because every bond created by the commandments is revealing a tremendous between you and God, and that bond, that revelation is eternal. God is beyond time. His commandments are beyond time. And the bond is beyond time. But, we go on to say today, in our world, the bond seems time limited. Meaning, that bond, that holy connection between you and God that was crafted by the act of the commandment is shining from God to you until there is a transgression. And if there's a transgression, the bond seemingly is severed, is cut off. But it's not really, seemingly. It goes in the freezer. It still exists above, because we said the bonds are eternal. But below, the bond cannot shine and illuminate your soul as long as there was a transgression severing all previous bonds between you and God. But as soon as you repent, all the bonds are restored because the bonds are truly eternal. And therefore, since our sage is Noah, and since they know there are things we might transgress on a very regular basis, they enacted that three times daily in our prayers, we repent. Specifically, the repentance within the Amidah Shemona Ezra is for any positive commandment that we did not do since the last time we said such a prayer in the morning, afternoon, and evening service to on the spot repent and therefore restore all of those bonds. Because we want the bond shining on our soul and we're human with clay feet and therefore we have built in repentance on a daily basis several times to always restore the bond. Is this sinning, relying on repentance? No. You're not transgressing because you're thinking, hmm, in two hours I will pray and repent. You're just, yeah, you're not doing what you should do. But the repentance is sincere and restores the bond. And with that, we conclude the teachings of this short path from chapters 18 through 25 of uncovering the natural love, fear, and belief in God buried in the seminal wisdom of our souls, and with this power ignited, refrain from any wrong, and have tremendous energy to do the right. And now the Rebbe therefore concludes this entire section by connecting this to the concept that before the Jews entered Israel, at the end of their 40 years in the desert, Moses reminds them of the injunction of saying the Shema prayer twice daily. Why? Because the Shema prayer, we accept God's authority to the degree that we'll give up our life for him. Now this seems perplexing because they were supposed to enter into Israel and take over the land. There was no fear of losing their life in the conquest. It was a very miraculous war with miraculous victories. So why is Moses exhorting them to be willing to give up their life for God? 
not to die for God, but to live for God. As we've been explaining these chapters, with a commitment to self-sacrifice for God, this is not only to die, but rather all day long have this commitment in front of our eyes and with this commitment overcome the evil inclination that's pushing us to transgress or not do and act proactively as God wants.